What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. You are listening to Veggie Doctor Radio, and this is episode number 64, Health at Every Size, a paradigm shift worth considering. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Yami. I'm a board-certified pediatrician, certified health and wellness coach, author, and speaker. I'm also a passionate promoter of the power of diet and lifestyle in preventing and reversing chronic disease and bringing joy and longevity into our lives. This podcast is focused on plant-based nutrition, habit formation, motivation, and mindset so that you can have the tools to live the best life possible. Are you ready to get started? Let's do this. Health exists on a continuum that varies with time and circumstance for each individual. Health should be conceived as a resource or capacity available to all, regardless of health condition or ability level, and not as an outcome or objective of living. Association for Size, Diversity, and Health. Hello, veggie lovers. Happy Sunday. I hope you're having a wonderful, beautiful, relaxing day. Maybe take a little walk, lounge on the couch, eat some veggies. What am I doing today? Today I'm recording podcasts. That's what I'm doing, but it is beautiful outside. So I hope that you have a beautiful day as well. Welcome back to Veggie Doctor Radio. This is the third episode in the intuitive eating series. Today, we're gonna talk about health at every size. But before I get into that, just a reminder about my book. Maybe you're tired about hearing about it by now, but if you haven't already pre-ordered, I would love if you did. You can find it on amazon.com or Barnes and Noble. But if you wanna get on my newsletter so that you can get a nice little link Go to dryami.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-Y-A-M-I.com on the homepage or forward slash sign up, S-I-G-N-U-P, or you can text the word FIBER, F-I-B-E-R, to 66866. That way you hear about my podcast episodes and any other happenings, the news I have for you, little tidbits. Thank you, all of you who already subscribed to my newsletter. And give me some feedback. What do you think? Is it helpful? What else do you want to see in it? Thank you all very much for your support. I really appreciate it. Okay, let's get into this. Health at every size. Because this is something I'm getting very passionate about. And I would love to know what you think about it. But I'm going to tell you what I think. Since I'm monologuing and you're held captive with your headphones. So health at every size was created by the Association for Size, Diversity, and Health beginning in 2003 is when they came up with the definition of what health at every size is. We all have biases and beliefs 
that we use to cast judgments on other people and ultimately can affect their health. And what I mean by that is that as a culture and as a society, we have definitely created this thin ideal and this diet culture that has led to an industry that makes billions of dollars selling weight loss to people. Some might believe that, well, that's just a way that we need to get healthy. I mean, if we are all overweight, then we need to lose weight. But like almost 75% of us are over the cutoffs that have been defined by body mass index. So maybe that's a belief that you have. But these biases and these beliefs can cause harm. One of the ways that it can is in medical bias. And I am really familiar with this because I'm a physician and I work with physicians. And it can go both ways. There is the assumption or the underlying belief that people who are overweight and obese are unhealthy. And because of that, sometimes there may be judgments put on them when they come in with certain complaints. It may be assumed that it's because they're too heavy. So tests may not be done. Things may be missed. The other way that it can harm is when people have shame about their weight or their size, they may avoid medical care because they're afraid that they're going to be judged. They're going to be lectured about their weight and that can be harmful as well but it can happen the other way people that are naturally lean things can be missed too because there may be the assumption that because they're lean they can't have certain conditions or diseases that may affect people that are heavier so it's not helpful it can be harmful to have some of these biases especially in healthcare. So what is health at every size? Health at every size, you can also say HAES with the capital H-A-E-S. So one of the abbreviations that you may see is HAES. It focuses on well-being, habits, and behaviors and removes the focus from body size or health status. So there's a lot of things about this that may be complex and there may be some situations that you may not have experience in, so it may be difficult to understand, especially if you're somebody that has never lived in a larger body or has been part of a culture or ethnic group where um, there's a lot of bias towards them. So some of this is way beyond the scope of this episode and what i want to tell you just the basics of health at every size and why i think it's a good thing it's really it's actually pretty deep there's a lot of things that go into it but i'm just gonna barely scratch the surface here okay so like i said health at every size it focuses on well-being it focuses on habits and on behaviors and removes the focus from body size from weight because the truth is that every person who wants to, who has a desire to, who values health can move towards that place of well-being regardless of what size their body is. 
What do you think about that? Does that sound like super radical to you? Okay, so what is Hayes not? What is it not trying to say? It is not trying to say that everybody is healthy or even that everybody wants to be healthy. That's not what it's saying. It's saying that no matter what your body size or weight is, you can start doing things today to get to that place that you want to be of health and well-being. There is such a thing called healthism, and I have seen it happening. I've seen it in the plant-based community too. And it's, I think it can be very hurtful. But one of the things that I found on the Association for Size, Diversity, and Health website, which I will put a link to in this podcast episode note, they said in their little description, quote, pursuing health is neither a moral imperative nor an individual obligation. And health status should never be used to judge, oppress, or determine the value of an individual. So I think what happens in the plant-based community or in communities of people that are really invested in health and doing things to preserve their health and longevity, which I am one of those people, that's why I'm here, is that sometimes we may start having judgments towards people that either do not value that themselves or people that we feel do not value it. And sometimes we may think that heavier people do not value their health because we make assumptions about them. We assume that they don't care about themselves because they're heavy. And that's just not true. And it's really hurtful. So I think it's important to start paying attention to these little subtle beliefs and biases that we have and how we can start thinking differently. The bottom line is that weight and body size is very complex and it's determined by many factors, many factors, genetic factors, environmental factors, psychological factors. I mean, there's so many things that go into a person's size and weight. Pointing fingers and shaming them does nothing to help them. In fact, it can cause true harm because it dilutes the focus on habits and behaviors that lead to well-being and help a person experience joy in their life. So now that I've given you that background, I'm going to go over the health at every size principles as described on the Association for Size, Diversity, and Health website. So there are five different principles. And the first one is weight inclusivity. So they say, directly quoting them, accept and respect the inherent diversity of body shapes and sizes and reject the idealizing or pathologizing of specific weights. So what does that mean? That means be inclusive understands that we're not all going to be the same size and respect that, respect that where there's diversity, there's d- 
definite differences between cultures, ethnic groups, genetics. And let's not make a certain weight the ideal and let's not make a certain weight pathologic automatically, automatically make it pathologic, okay? So that's number one, weight inclusivity. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Number two, health enhancement. Support health policies that improve and equalize access to information and services and personal practices that improve human well-being, including attention to individual physical, economic, social, spiritual, emotional, and other needs. So this is where it gets a little bit more complex because this has to do with how can we help people feel better? How can we help them reach well-being, not just the size of their body, but how they're feeling, their economic status, their social status, their spirituality, all these very complex, very complicated different factors that go into our well-being. Number three, respectful care. And this is especially important in my profession, in the medical profession. Medical profession. Acknowledge our biases and work to end weight discrimination, weight stigma, and weight bias. Provide information and services from an understanding that socioeconomic status, race, gender, sexual orientation, age, and other identities impact weight stigma and support environments that address these inequalities. So this is what I was trying to get to earlier when I said that I'm barely scratching the surface because this is a really very deep issue. It, there's so many layers to this and I cannot claim to understand it all because I've not lived all these different lives, you know, different socioeconomic statuses, different races, sexual orientations, all these different lives that you can live where there is bias, there is discrimination. And some of these things cause psychological harm to the point where the stress from that can actually lead to weight gain, which kind of blows my mind. You know, when I started reading books about this and I was like, oh my gosh, well, I didn't even think about that. Well, I haven't lived that life. So of course I didn't think about it because it, it wasn't something I was looking for. And this might be true for you too. Just know that it's more complicated than sometimes we even want to believe. It's not as simple as, okay, well, everybody should just eat less and exercise more and then we're all going to be a healthy weight and, you know, whatever. And even that healthy weight is a biased sort of belief. So just know that it's complicated and we have to be respectful, we have to be empathetic, and we have to keep an open mind. Number four, eating for well-being. Promote flexible, individualized eating based on hunger, satiety, nutritional needs, and pleasure rather than any externally regulated eating plan focused on weight control. I think that is just beautifully written. So this is basically... Number four, this principle is about intuitive eating. Flexible, individualized 
eating plan based on hunger, satiety, nutritional needs, and pleasure. Eat for well-being. Eat to fuel yourself. Eat to feel good. So that's basically intuitive eating. And if you didn't listen to last week's episode, episode number, actually it was two weeks ago, episode number 62, I talk about intuitive eating. And then last week's episode, we delve a little bit more into certain principles with Elise. And then the final principle is life enhancing movement. And I love just the title of that life enhancing movement. Support physical activities that allow people of all sizes, abilities, and interests to engage in enjoyable movement to the degree that they choose. So that's great. So that's about being inclusive about movement, knowing that people come in all different abilities, all different sizes, and interest levels, and different ways that they value movement. So not everybody's going to want to move that much. I mean, it's just the reality. Not everybody wants to do the same thing in this life, in this world, and we have to acknowledge, respect that, and we don't need to criticize them or shame them because of it. We just don't. It's just not necessary. Okay, so all of that being said, I just want to point out that there's actually research on health at every size. So the research on Hayes shows that people that learn and follow these principles have increased body esteem, improved body image, and improved dietary quality. They actually eat more fruits and vegetables, eat less processed foods, they move more, they have more physical activity, And also their biomarkers are improved, decreased blood pressure, decreased cholesterol, decreased dieting, and more likely to eat intuitively. So this is evidence-based as well. So instead of forcing people to be a certain size or weight, why can't we focus on habits? Let's drop the focus on weight, size, body fat percentage, and redirect our energy into health-promoting habits that increase well-being. But also, understand that not everybody wants what we want. So for those people that do, instead of trying to get them to lose weight and making that number the goal, refocusing and make the goal these principles. How can we eat for well-being? How can we move to enhance life? How can we look for changing our health policies to enhance health and be inclusive of weight? So that's why the health at every size movement is so important to me, why I feel that it's going to be very helpful, not just to people that are in a larger body, but to everybody. I feel that health at every size applies to everybody. It can be helpful for everybody because as we know, 80% of women diet. Like everybody's dieting because they wanna get in a different size body than they already are. And a lot of people use the excuse that they're doing it because they quote, want to be healthier. Is that really helping them be healthier? Or can we drop the focus on dieting and weight and work instead 
towards health promoting habits and behaviors that really are helping them get to that well-being that they want to be because i don't know i mean it's also one of those things too like is health is health really a feeling like how do you know that you're healthy unless a doctor tells you you're healthy you know what i'm saying but well-being is something that you can measure yourself you can feel that you know whenever you feel good you know what's working for you in your life so i know that this is a controversial topic i know because i have been around reading comments social media it's one of those little traps you can get into and I know that not everybody agrees with this. I, I know that it can be very inflammatory, especially in the plant-based community. So I, I, I wanna hear what you think, but please just be respectful. There's no need to be mean. Share your opinion. What do you think of health at every size? Do you think that this is a helpful thing or do you think it's harmful? This week, your call to action is to explore your beliefs, judgments, and biases about weight and size for yourself and for others. What do you think about it? What do you think about your own weight and your size? Do you think you should be smaller in order to be deemed, quote, healthy? Do you think that your family members should be smaller? So like I said, I know that this is a loaded topic. It's very emotional. You may be feeling yourself getting anxious already. But I hope that it helps you think a little bit, think through these things. And I'm also going to put some book recommendations on the blog and the show notes. If you want to learn more about this topic, there's three great books I recommend. The first one is actually called Health at Every Size. And it is by Linda Bacon. The second one is called Body Respect, also by Linda Bacon, but it's co-authored by Lucy Aframore. I think is how you pronounce her, her last name. I'm not sure. Lucy Aframore. And the third one is called Body of Truth, and it is written by Harriet Brown. They're both really great reads. Go to them with an open mind. You can learn more about this topic. You can also go to the website for the Association for Size, Diversity, and Health and learn more about health at every size there. So I hope that this was helpful. You got something out of it, and I would love to know what you think. Next week will be another interview with Dr. Michelle May. We're going to be talking about mindful eating and talking more about health at every size. If you haven't already, if you could please subscribe, rate, and review my podcast, share it with someone you think would benefit from hearing this information. And I am so grateful that you're here. Thank you for coming back every week to listen to me and to listen to these amazing guests that I have. I really appreciate you. Have a very beautiful and plantastic day. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for tuning in, and I look forward to having you back again next week. A very special thank you to the band Rocket Surgeons for permission to use the broccoli song. To find out more about the Rocket Surgeons, please visit their website at rocketsurgeonsband.com or Facebook at Rocket Surgeons Music. Please subscribe so that you never miss an episode. 
Also, all of my social media links can be found in the podcast description. Send me a message and let me know what you think of today's podcast. Sharing is caring. Please share, rate, and review my podcast and drop me a line if you have ideas for future episodes. Thank you once again and have a plantastic day. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.